Guys, welcome to the Bear Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. Rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I had to say it again and really process that. (laughs) I'm your host, Isaiah, and today we are talking about something pretty interesting. Addiction, 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 addiction. And it can be a pretty touchy subject for, I think, everyone, Um, because some people may deny it. Some people actually, you know, I think to a certain degree. Well, we'll get into that. (laughs) We'll get into what addiction is and what it looks like. And um, yeah, it's going to bring up some things, I'm sure. If you like what you're listening to, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, comment, rate, review. And just enjoy the podcast and also be willing to spread the word. It goes a long way. And if you take something away from this podcast and it's something that's on your heart that you would want to share with someone else, please do. Please do. Because we're here to, again, rise above it all. You know what I'm saying? And create that infinity. And if you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can head on over to Instagram, Twitter, and just stay up to date, connect. I I mean, don't be shy to connect. Please don't. I'm pretty introverted, but like I love, you know, connecting with people who are just in that space and just just want to talk substance. I'm always here for that. So please never feel um I don't know, shy, intimidated. If you want, you know, to connect, please just never hesitate to do that because I'm down. Uh yeah. And if you want to support the podcast, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash the Bear Brain Podcast. Different tiers, different perks. And um, I'm always thinking about like different ways to to uh, make that just a little bit more awesome for you guys. So if there's something that you want to see, email at the Podcast at gmail.com and let's talk about it. So get your notebooks, get some snacks. Well, it's Monday morning. I don't know if you snack in the morning, but yeah, do what you got to do. <laughs> and stay tuned. Hey guys, happy Monday. What's going on? I know it's been a crazy start to the new year. Check in with your heart. How's your heart? How's your headspace? Um, where are you, you know, mentally? Where are you emotionally? Where are you spiritually? How is everything aligned with you right now? And what are you doing to take care of that space? What are you doing? that you think is taking care of that space. So today I wanted to talk about addiction, addiction and what it looks like. Um, I forget how this came up last week. I think I was, I was talking to, 
I don't know if it was random. Anytime I have these conversations, I don't think they're random. But I, I forget how it stemmed, but we started talking about addiction. You know, what that looks like. Um, what it feels like. The process. And a lot of times, you know, the first thing you think about when it comes to addiction is like substance abuse. Um, drugs or alcohol. That's usually your first thought. And when it comes to addicts or people that are considered addicts, there's usually this kind of, um, I'd say stigma, stigma, and also treatment in terms of addicts. You know, they're kind of like, a lot of times, generally speaking, people look down on them. Because it's like, oh, you're not, you're, you're, you're sick, you're unwell, you're defective, you're not like everyone else. <sighs> let's dig a little deeper, guys. So, let's think about you. Let's think about Isaiah. So, I have a tendency, and it's full of transparency, I have a tendency, I'm always, a lot of times, I'm, I'm very suspicious, um, or like discerning. <laughs> and my friends have said this, they're like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, you're suspicious of, of people, places and things like you're, you're suspicious. And it's just, you know, a lot of times I say, all right, maybe, or there's a heightened sense of awareness. Um, but that's an addictive behavior. That's an addictive behavior. All right. Um, and the reason I say that is because that's my default. That's how that's that's what I default to. Um, addiction. I pulled up the the definition the other day because I wanted to make sure I was like I'm not speaking out of term in terms of what addiction is. So let's see. Addiction. The factor condition. The fact or condition, <laughs> condition, condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. Substance, thing, or activity. So when you're addicted to something, you constantly repeat that or you, you find a way to seek that out. Um, you know, when someone is, or when I, so when I'm suspicious of things or people, it's like I'm addicted to the other shoe drop in, or I'm addicted to uh, a negative outcome. I'm expecting of a negative outcome, or I'm expecting this person to be something other than what they're exhibiting. That in itself could become an addictive behavior because the thing about addiction and the thing about like fulfilling your addictions is it creates a chemical response a lot of times in your body, in your physical body. So you, you seek out the things that reinforce the feeling that you're seeking. Okay. And a lot of times you think that, you know, drinking, uh, sex, drugs, those are all things that are, um, they create a euphoric response. You know, they, they give you that, that, that thing, that reward. But funny enough, you know, those are negative substances that in, in essence or in that moment um, bring about a positive response. But um, being addicted to negativity, you know, 
that in itself creates a chemical response in your body because now you're you're primed for um you're primed to fight or flight you know what i'm saying you're primed to be in this space of heightened awareness or alert and if you're comfortable if you're familiar with that space and you're used to it you're going to always seek out circumstances to reinforce that space because again it reinforces and it validates how you're feeling you know you seek out something to create the response that you're looking for that's what addiction is when you break it down so um let's think about food you know food addiction is a real thing too you know when you're stressed out when you when you when you're happy what do you reach for um you know sweets is a thing for me so sweets is 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 a a comfort okay so could you develop an addiction for that absolutely because not only is it, it is it a, a response to a, a stressful situation, it also creates a chemical um, change in your body. So now your body relies on the sweets to feel better when you're stressed or when you're happy. Like sometimes people use food as a reward system. It's like I did this A, B, and C, so now I can have this food. Exercise, um, being addicted to exercise that's also a thing um addiction it represents escaping something else like i said my like being uh, suspicious or hyper <laughs> hyper skeptical a lot of times or hyper discerning that comes from me thinking that okay this may be too good to be true so I'm a default to what I'm used to. And once there is confirmation there, it doesn't feel good, but I'll feel better. There's some relief that comes from that. So you become addicted to that. You have to find something that reinforces your behavior, your mode of thinking, um, how you feel. And like I said, it's not always consumption. Sometimes it's just like what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, Everyone has an, um, to some degree, an addictive personality. I was, I was thinking about like, you know, myself. I was like, what am I addicted to? I was like, what are, what are my addictions? And, you know, sweets definitely came up. I was like, that's probably the biggest thing because I don't drink um, coffee. I don't drink alcohol. I don't really. Um, there are any substances that I really like have in my arsenal. And um, so I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I know I'm not perfect. So what is it that I'm addicted to? And a lot of times it's like the other shoe dropping, like being addicted to the other shoe dropping, being addicted to a negative outcome, being addicted to um, disappointment, you know, always expecting that something or someone is going to let you down. That can be an addiction. You know, that in itself is an addiction. And the reason why is because you can't take your mind off of it. You become so fixated on that, that you do, or you kind of operate and you, you, you change your, your internal process to reinforce and confirm and validate what it is that you're thinking and feeling. Um, you need that fix, you know, you need that fix and you know, it's an addiction when you are trying to kick that addiction and it's a struggle. Wow. Um, that was a lot, huh? <laughs> so when we talk about addiction, let's 
let's be a little bit more aware of what addiction actually looks like because it's not it's not an isolated thing. You know, yes, there are some addictions to other substances, but break that down. You know, break that down a little bit. You know, someone who's a quote unquote addict, what are they seeking? They're seeking comfort. And when you are, um, let's say you're a layman, you know, you drink coffee, you're seeking com- some kind of co- comfort. I don't know what's up with my words today, but bear with me, guys. Um, you're seeking some kind of comfort. Uh, when you are, uh, let's say relationships, you know, whether it be uh, casual sex, uh, dating, constant dating, like you're seeking some kind of comfort to escape what it is that you may be feeling. Like addiction is a way to numb out your, your, uh, your state, your, your constant state. You know, addiction means that you have to go seek something out to either reinforce or refill or escape something else. That's what addiction really comes down to. And we all have some form of addiction. Sometimes you're addicted to social media because what it gives you, you know, a lot of times, um, an addiction to validation, you know, social media rears its ugly head and like makes that very clear in terms of like checking your likes, checking your followers, uh, making sure you're doing a, B and C to make sure that you are, um, you're doing what you got to do to receive that, 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 that praise, that, that fix, you know, if, if, if I get this amount of likes, then it means I'm good. That feels good. So I got to keep trying and I got to keep doing what I got to do to keep getting these likes, to keep getting my fix because that's what I survive off of. Um, and when you step away, let's say you decide to, to start doing the work, to sober up, you know, to sober up. It's tough. You know, it's it's a struggle and it's a fight because you try to rationalize, you try to reason. I'll just do it for this much or I won't do it this much or but I need this. <laughs> but I have to do this. I have to eat this. I have to have this. Else I'm not going to function properly. Does it sound familiar to any of you guys? <laughs> You know, addiction to watching TV, that's also in a form of escapism, Um, you know, seeking out a different, uh, let's say, reality than the one you're currently sitting in. Um, It's all relative, you know, it's all addiction is is relative, it's not this one absolute thing, it's not, it's not the imagery of... (sighs) So, like I said, someone doing drugs or someone like just drunk off their head and like drinking throughout the entire day. That's not fully what addiction is. Um, that's a, I guess that's more of a social symbolism of what addiction is. But in essence, I think we all suffer from some form of addiction. You know, we all seek something out to make us feel better, to comfort us because our reality in that, in that space just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Um, let me see. I wrote some things down. So things I thought about in terms of like addiction, you got social, social addiction, right? Sex, um, 
addiction to certain scenarios, to certain outcomes. I talked about suspicion, so wait for the other shoe to drop. It's very possible to be addicted to negativity. You know, they say misery loves company, right? So, um, in that, you know, misery loves company means that, okay, this feels, this bad feels so good to me. This bad fills me up. (laughs) As empty as it makes me feel realistically, this bad fills me up. It, it, it reinforces something that I think about myself, something that I think and feel about the world. Um, it helps me validate my holding on to certain experiences. It keeps me from growing, you know, so misery loves company. What, when you break even that term down, it keeps me from growing. I'd rather have you over here with me than you take me out of this because, no, that's that's uncomfortable for me. It might be better for me, but that's uncomfortable. And I'd rather be comfortable than grow. You know, that's what addiction is a lot of times. It's, it's just a repetition, a repetition, a repetition to numb and also validate, numb, validate, numb, validate, numb, validate. And... When you break that down in your daily habits, look at what you are addicted to doing. Look at what you you default to. Look at what your stresses are. I think the most important way to figure out what your addiction is is to figure out how you handle stress. Because we have healthy and unhealthy ways of handling stress, even in your your mental process. You know, like if you're stressed about something, what's what's your default? You know, if your relationship stresses you out, what's what's your the default um, thought pattern? This person's not being faithful. Uh, this person's being dishonest. I know I couldn't trust this person. They're going to hurt me. And that's based off of past experiences. Yes, 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 yes. I cannot take that away. But is that always your default? Or do you sit with yourself sometimes and say, hey, I know this situation seems familiar but let's break this down a little bit deeper. What are the practicalities that that differentiate from previous experiences? For one, it's a different person. You know, one, it's a different person. Am I also taking the other person into consideration? Even if they're not thinking about me, am I taking them into consideration to help me? Because if I'm willing to think outside of myself about somebody else's experiences, not assuming but just just taking into consideration what I know about the other person um, from what they show me. That in itself is work because you're not defaulting to your usual fix of um, absolute or doom. You're, you're doing the work. You're kind of going through withdrawals because it feels uncomfortable to think that, um, well, maybe that's not the case. You know, maybe there's something different going on. What else is going on? And your addiction is like, no, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what I need to believe to validate how I respond moving forward. Addiction, guys. <laughs> addiction. It's 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 not as um, is not as like I said is not as isolated as you think or as you perceive it to be or how society um, displays it on the poster board. 
you know, addiction is in all of us. You just got to figure out what your addiction is and what your fix is. What are you addicted to? You know, what are you addicted to? Are you addicted to feeling sorry for yourself? So do you create scenarios <laughs> that allow you to stay in that place? Um, and I think that's going to be important moving forward this year. Let's, let's start small this year, this month, every day you move forward. It's going to be very important to figure out how do you respond to stress? How you respond to stress is where you find your addictions. Um, because it's a response, you know, stress doesn't feel good. You know, no one likes to be stressed. So how do you fix it? What do you do to fix that stress? <laughs> healthy or unhealthy? Like I, I would, I would even suggest you make a list in terms of like, what is it that you do to respond to stress in a healthy way? What is it that you do to respond to stress in an unhealthy way? And um, yeah, like just think about it. Just, just think about it, process it, take notes, be, have something tangible to look at. So you understand if you are truly seeking something different in your life is going to require you to go through some withdrawals, um, whether it be from people, uh, your plate of food, <laughs> you know, changing what your, your plate looks like, you know what I'm saying? Changing what your literal plate of food looks like, um, changing what you practice, changing what you preach, uh, changing who and what you follow on Instagram. I'm, I've even been doing a clearing out of that too, of like, um, just, just looking at some of the things I follow, like the quotes and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, well, what is this? Is it healthy or is it like kind of reinforcing how I feel? Is it like, you know, is it, is it, is it, um, I don't know. I want to say like comforting. Is it, is it, is it responding to that, that hurt place for me? And to the point that I'm addicted to going back to that, because I know that's where I get fed. You know, I know that's where I get fed and what I think is a positive way, but in actuality is a negative reinforcement. And be honest, but when you're being honest with yourself, and like I said, guys, this is, is, is weird. I think last year it became very clear to me that a lot of people don't like sitting with themselves and their thoughts and everything like that. Um, people don't like it because if I sit with myself, then I have to realize why I've been running away from myself. If I take time to spend time with myself, I will realize <laughs> why I've been avoiding spending time with myself. And you shouldn't avoid yourself. You should, you should give more attention to who you are because if you take time to get to know you better, then you can know why you do, why you see, and why you consume externally. You know, why do you do the things you do? Why do you see the people that you seek? And, um, why do you consume information and food and substances the way that you do? When you take a look at yourself and actually sit with yourself, like make some time, have a play date with yourself or set up a, a time to hang out with you. Some of those things become clear. And again, I think addiction just stems from hurt. You know, addiction stems from hurt. You know, even being addicted to, I think, success in a certain way. Um, perfectionism. It's, it's, it stems from a place of not feeling good, you know, 
wanting to receive a constant reaffirmation that, hey, I'm good enough. There's a balance everywhere, guys. <laughs> and everywhere you find someone who's like up there, you know, um, there's an addiction somewhere. You know, being addicted to love means that, you, you know, or quote, quote, what you think is love. Being addicted to that even is meaning that you, you're, you're just kind of needing um, a reinforcement. You know, a reinforcement of something, of, of something that you didn't receive. Confirmation, reaffirmation. Because you yourself don't feel like you're enough. So you need someone to constantly remind you that you are enough. Addiction. <laughs> and it's okay, like I said, it's okay to be cognizant and aware of these things because that is the only way you will have a different outcome. If you take time to pause in those moments where you default to something to take you out of those moments... If you take time to pause and recognize what you do and what you seek out, you now have awareness. You can stop yourself. Or you can look at the scenario. You can dig a little bit deeper and figure out, all right, well, what's got me going right now? What's what's my trigger? Figure out your triggers. And it's practical work. It's painful, you know, it can be painful. But Showing yourself some compassion, I think is so necessary. I know is necessary because we're not perfect. You know, we're not perfect. And, you know, for those, those givers out there, if you're listening, you know, a lot of times we're more patient with other people than we are with ourselves. How about you give that energy back to you? And when you do slip up or when you find that there's some uglier, painful thoughts that creep up for you, how about you just be kinder to yourself and recognize, Hey, I'm human too. I'm human too. And there are things that I need and I deserve to have those needs. How am I taking care of them? All right. <laughs> so that's my little tidbit on that. I would love to hear from you guys if, if something comes up for you. And you could, you don't have to go into detail with me, but like I'd love to hear if you discovered something about yourself recently or you're discovering certain things that are um that are new to you, you know, that are new and unfamiliar, maybe uncomfortable. But one thing I could suggest and tell you is the most important is every time you figure out something different that doesn't feel good about you, just say, hey, I love you. And we're going to work through this. Hey, I love you. We're going to work through this. Hey, I love you. We're going to work through this. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Just try it. Just try it. <laughs> Because you talk to yourself throughout the day more than you realize. And if it's not healthy talk, then yeah, you won't be cool with um, addressing what's going on. You'll be a little bit more hypercritical and also very hurtful. So change that. A step at a time. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Um, I hope you do your best to have an amazing week. And even if the week is weird, which mine have been, you take moments to just take care of yourself in a healthy way. Okay? Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And take flight.